So I have to tell you all right here at the top of Tech Refresh, I have taken two COVID tests. Okay, one at home, you know, that little box that you get on at Walgreens. And then Barry and I didn't believe that because we both came back negative. So we went over to the Mayo Clinic and Barry got it. His test result was positive. And then mine came back and it was negative. But I have to tell you that I don't believe it because while Barry's all like fever, congested, coughing like crazy, I don't have any of that, but I'm not 100%. I mean, I'm tired. I am congested in the middle of the night. I have chills. And my Mayo doctor says that, you know, maybe Barry got it first and then he gave it to me. So my diagnosis was a little bit early for that. But I'll tell you, it's not that bad. It feels like a cross between like the flu and a cold. But while I've been sitting here with COVID, and I'm sure that I have it, I'm not sure which version I have, but I started thinking about all the conspiracy theories around COVID. Remember, like 5G caused COVID. Well, you know, there's no way a wireless transmission can do the same with a virus, right? Okay. Or what about Bill Gates? Bill Gates caused COVID, right? Okay. He did not create COVID. Let's look at the history here, folks. None of his other products are able to release new versions that work this frequently, okay? (laughs) So it wasn't Bill Gates. So on that happy note, welcome to Tech Refresh. Of course, I'm Kim Commando, and we're always here with our friends. It's your weekly fun show about all things digital. And ready to kick off this show alongside me, social distancing, of course, is our amazing content queen, Allie Selgman. Hello there, Allie. Hello, Kim. And of course, our battery bad boy, Ben Bradley. Yes. <laughs> I love it. Hey, Kim. <laughs> and then our very own magnificent millennial, Matthew Heffel. Hello there, Ooh, Matt. I love, I love that. Thank you so much. Hello. <laughs> yes. And just a quick reminder to rate, review, subscribe, and follow our podcast. And it's brought to you by thecurrentnewsletter.com. Tech news and tips you can use right now. No ads. It's absolutely free. Comes out twice a week. And we're talking about exclusive links, exclusive content that you're not going to hear on the show, the podcast, on the website. So sign up now. Head over to thecurrentnewsletter.com. And we're going to start Tech Refresh right now with some important tech developments to keep you in the know. And Allie, you go first. All right. Very important tech question. Who's playing Wordle? Me. I haven't tried it yet. I've done it twice, two days in a row, and I won both times, like on the wow. fourth one. Oh, and you know what? Well done. Oh, God, can I give Ben a gold star for that? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Where's the clapping background noise? <laughs> Kim sounds like somebody who maybe didn't get one of them. That's what yes, I'm hearing. Here. It is. Yeah. I didn't do it today, but yesterday I was sitting there, I'm like going, and I even cheated. Yes, I raised my hand that I cheated. That I said, okay, give me words, because they have those Scrabble finders, the word finders. Mm. So I was like, give me words that have like an O and an A and an R in it. And so it was like <laughs> labor. And then it was favor. Oh. 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 Womp yes. womp. All right, Matt, you need to get on it. But okay. if you are listening and haven't heard of it somehow, Wordle is taking over the whole internet. It's a little word game. It's really simple. Basically, you get six tries to guess a five-letter word. There's no ads. There's no thing to download. There's no you know, game you can get sucked in all day long. It's just one word every single day. So that's really appealing, right? Just a nice little, yeah, let me spend five minutes, solve this word and move on with my day. Now you'll notice I said nothing to download. That's because this is an in-browser game. There's no app for it. But of course, surprise, surprise, a bunch of apps popped up after this (laughs) completely took off online. Yes. There was one guy who made an app and he was so brazen about it and said, 
I just made a Wordle app. He kept posting about how many people were downloading it, was so proud of himself, said, I'm not stealing anything. This isn't trademarked. Uh, of course, the internet was not happy with this guy. Uh, eventually, he apologized, and he didn't take his own app down. The app store removed it for him. <laughs> um, that's the same. All these copycat apps are being removed from the Google Play Store, the Apple App Store. If you go looking for one, well, don't. Uh, you're not going to find one, though, of course, I'm sure more copycats will pop up, and they just want you to give them money. Worst case, who knows? They could be used to hide you know, malicious code, something that could make your phone start acting funky. So you want to just go to the website. Now, it is a long URL. I'll give it here, but you can always go to commando.com. And we just wrote an article with actually lots of good tips on how to be better at Wordle. Does it include how to cheat? (laughs) (laughs) We can include that as a pro tip from Team Commando. Yeah. Yeah. Pro tip, just cheat. (laughs) (laughs) The website is powerlanguage.co.uk slash Wordle. Yeah, nobody's ever going to remember that. (laughs) I know. Again, one more time, though, powerlanguage.co.uk.wordle. We have some really interesting stuff in the article that I didn't know and I thought was really cool. The the guy who invented it, his name is Josh Wordle, and he was a Reddit uh, software engineer, and he actually made it for his girlfriend because they liked playing uh, word games together, and so he created something just for them. The, The name of it, you know, as you can tell, is a play on his last name in Word. Um, now, one quick tip. I was reading an article from a professional crossword setter. This guy, Ooh. his name is Nate. He's actually the official test solver for the New York Times Daily Crossword Puzzle. Wow. <laughs> you, know, yeah. who, you know what? I never thought of that as a gig. I mean. I didn't either, but somebody has to do it, right? Wow. He's, he says two of the best words to start with because you're trying to weed out a lot of different vowels and some of the most common letters. He says start with ideal I-D-E-A-L, or South, because those have lots of common letters. Mm. And if you've ever watched Wheel of Fortune, you know R-S-T-L-N-E. Those are really common letters in a ton of words. So if you can make a five-letter word that starts with those, go for it. Another word that is really great to start with is SOAR, S-O-A-R-E. It's not a word we use. I think it's like a young hawk or something, but it has so many common letters that are going to be in lots and lots of the answers. So. Wordle. Go play it. It's really fun. Don't download the app. And then you do get bragging rights at the end, right? I mean, you can just post it to Twitter. Yeah, that's what makes it, I think that's what, you know, made it go viral so well is that there is the share button. It doesn't give away the answer, but it does show how many tries it took you to get the word. So yes, people like to brag. Um, Don't take a screenshot of the solved puzzle. That's mean because we all have the same (laughs) puzzle every day. So make sure you hit the share button. Yeah, I read like 3 million people are playing it every single day. And October, it was like 4,000 people a day. It's just, (laughs) and and I'm just so surprised because typically when something goes viral that they're going to start putting up ads, figuring out how to do like celebrity endorsements and branding deals and not this guy, Mm -mm. just play the game every single day. I like it. All right. So Ben, you're going to be talking to us about what green bubble texts, what is happening? Well, okay, so you have iPhones or iPads or Macs. They use iMessage. And if you're you know, if you're on an iPhone and you're texting with somebody who has another iPhone, you get all the texts show up in blue bubbles, right? But Android doesn't have iMessage and they never have. And so when iPhone users get a text from someone on a Samsung Galaxy or a Google Pixel, it comes in an old style 
green box, SMS text, otherwise known as the mark of shame. Yes. (laughs) I'm not even kidding. It's not pretty. Well, okay, this one is kind of, it's equal parts funny and sad. The Wall Street Journal had this report recently, how it's basically, it really has developed into this status symbol, uh, particularly among young people. Some student in Michigan said she was in a group text and she was experimenting with an Android phone. During the conversation, one of the other people was like, who's green? Oh. Yeah, kids, right? I mean, that's mean. Anyway, so teens have this storied history of wanting to fit in. And in modern times, apparently, they can't be sending messages that show up in a green box. So they're feeling this pressure to switch to an iPhone. And uh, that was the whole, you know, uh, angle behind that story. And a VP from Google responded to the whole thing who says Apple, iMessage in particular, uh, uses peer pressure and bullying as oh, a way to yeah. sell its products. And that That's was from, from somebody Google. at Google? Really? Yeah, rich, oh, my right? gosh. <laughs> I remember uh, getting my first cell phone, and that was literally part of the selling point of getting an iPhone, was that you don't have to have the green bubble in the group texts. Because you don't want to be that person, friends don't let friends have green bubbles. Is that it? Yeah. Yeah. As as an Android user, I will say, Kim, you have given me a hard time for this. I have. (laughs) Like, what's up with the green bubble? Come on. (laughs) You get used to it after a while. But I mean, I guess Google's whole thing is that they don't want iMessage anymore. They used to. But now they just want, so they say, Apple to adopt that whole uh, RCS standard that you know, makes kind of a universal texting with all the features that iMessage has. And so it's, you know, it's more universal between Android and iPhone. But you know how it always goes. Apple's going to do what Apple wants to do. Okay. Here's a bonus question for you, Ben. What does RCS stand for? Uh, Rich Communication Services. Oh, Oh, you know what? Mm -hmm. You do get a gold star today. That was pretty awesome. You know, I always feel like I'm wasting a text message when I reply and I just use the letter K. I mean, I feel like I should be like writing like potassium instead. I mean, (laughs) then people would actually know what I'm doing. All right, so I'm going to be talking about news about smart handguns because they are coming. And these are pistols that will only fire if the owner is authenticated by a fingerprint and possibly a PIN number. There was this whole Reuters report about this, and I was just fascinated by it. Now, two companies are releasing models this year. One by the name of Lode Starworks, that's L-O-D-E, Starworks. They have a 9mm handgun. And then there's another company called Smart Guns, and that's G-U-N-Z, has a similar model. Now, here's how it works. The Lode Star gun has a fingerprint reader that unlocks the gun in microseconds. Or they say you can unlock the gun using an app on your phone or just a pin pad. So it all sounds well and good. If the smart gun works when you actually need it to. I mean, in self-defense... It's not like you can say to your assailant, oh, hold on just a second. Just stand right there because I have to open the phone app in order to unlock my phone. Okay. Okay. And I know there's honor among thieves. So just stand right there. Okay. Um, Plus, anything that's smart easily becomes hackable. In 2014, think about this. Hackers found a way to remotely jam a smart gun signals and fire a gun that was locked. Okay. So smart guns have to have cybersecurity smarts. Now, a normal gun, just think about it, even if it's loaded, it's just going to sit right there on the table and not do anything until somebody picks it up. Uh, Meanwhile, Tesla, I was so excited about the Cybertruck. Did any of you ever really want a Cybertruck? I mean, (laughs) it looks 
it a looks silly. It looks a little silly, <laughs> but I definitely remember thinking that it looked it was a cool idea. I was really curious about it before when the, all the build up to it until they showed it off, and I was like, "I'm good." But <laughs> you know, it, it you know it does look like a five year old drew it, and I get that. I mean, but. But you know me, I'm obsessed with cars, and I thought it was just, like, so cool. I mean, because I never bought a Hummer, never bought a Hummer. And I thought, like, this could be, like, my chance to go back in time and buy a Hummer, even though I know they're bringing them back. It's not the same thing. Well, anyway, if you were hoping to get your hands on the electric truck from Tesla by the end of this year, Mashable spotted that all the pages are now gone. Woof. Gone from the Tesla website about the Cybertruck. Oh. Hmm. They are not there anymore. I mean, I was hoping to get one myself, really. But I'm still waiting for my Ford 150 Lightning allocation. And I was super excited because yesterday I got an email and it said, your, your Ford 150 Lightning is coming. And I opened up the email and it says, hi, Kim Commando, you are pre-approved for financing on the <laughs> Ford 150 Lightning. <laughs> I'm like, womp, financing? Womp. Okay, Guess how much it said I was that I'm I'm eligible to get financing for. Okay. I didn't know the Ford 150 Lightning truck could be this much money, but I was approved, they said, for our hundred and two thousand dollars. Wow. <laughs> what? Oh, Do it cost that much? I don't know. I thought they I were like 50, like... 60 grand or something like that. I don't know where this hundred and two thousand, but it reminds me. They want me you of, to get the totally tricked out one. Well, yeah. and you know, you know, and I probably would. Well, yeah. I mean, because that's just me. It's like you know, it's like when I go to the Apple store. Oh yes, I'll get the one terabyte drive, even though I never use, would never use one terabyte. But you never know. You just might need to have that. But it reminds me of like maybe I should just get like a Ford one twenty five, or I should call the Ford one fifty Lightning the Ford one twenty five because <laughs> it's a Ford one fifty that the bank still owns. I mean, that's where it's at. All right, so you want to stay right where you are because coming up, we have some insider secrets and tips to make you sound smarter on Zoom calls and some tech tricks to impress your family members and friends. So stay right where you are. Hey, welcome back to Tech Refresh. It's your weekly fun show about all things digital. And yes, this is part of the show where we pass along some insider secrets. And just a quick reminder... Well, two reminders, as a matter of fact. If you ever want to send us an email, you have questions about the podcast, you have some suggestions, uh, just send it to podcasts at commando.com. That's podcasts at commando.com. And just a quick reminder that the current newsletter, hey, come on, boys and girls, get it all ready. And because I was getting slack from, you know, some people saying, Kim, you're saying like the current newsletter, the current, you know, whatever <laughs> it may be, is that um, Jeremy, our IT genius, gave me a new address to give out on the air. It's called getthecurrent.com. So that's where you go, getthecurrent.com. And then you can see a sample. You can sign up again. What's the address, everybody? Let's say it all together. What is it? Getthecurrent.com. Get yes. All right. That was great. <laughs> I'm going to start with uh, fitness trackers because, you know, I'm also, aside from having COVID, okay, <laughs> I'm also moving over the last couple of days. And I sent Allie a picture of my closet and said, if you're wondering why I'm wearing the same outfit every day, because I can't unpack boxes and be sick at the same time. And so as I was looking at my, as I was looking at my iPhone, I saw that one day I took 14,002 steps. Uh, the day I was moving, the next day I took 12,000 steps. 
And I started thinking, you know, how about these 10,000 steps? I mean, is there, is this really the true number? And if you do more than 10,000 steps a day, I was like, wow, this must be really phenomenal. Well, we have some answers based on research from the University of Massachusetts in Amherst. The latest numbers show that people who walk at least 7,000 steps per day on average, listen to this, were 50 to 70% less likely to die of any cause for the next 10 years compared to anyone who took fewer steps. Now, that's some big stuff right there. I mean, more steps in. I mean, listen to this. I'm going to say it again. People who walked at least 7,000 steps on average were 50 to 70% less likely to die of any cause for the next 10 years compared to people who just don't get off their butts. So it's pretty telling. So now what if you do those 12,000 or 14,000 steps a day? I mean, the health benefits should be phenomenal, right? Mm, Immortality. No, but yes, right. You're going to die at that point. Uh, No, you can put your shoes away. After 10,000 steps, the health benefits, they level off. So even though you did 12,000, 14,000 steps, it doesn't matter. There's also no correlation between mortality and how fast you're walking. Now, that really hit me because sometimes I'm like, I got to go faster. Got to go faster. Got to go faster. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So you can just stroll your local park and neighborhoods and just get anywhere between 7,000 and 10,000 steps a day. And listening to Tech Refresh while you're walking makes the makes the, that 10,000 steps go just a lot faster. Now, one other thing I want to pass along, because we are talking about some insider tips, is that, of course, if you have an Apple Watch, you can keep tabs on your heart rate, and maybe if you have AFib. But a lot of people don't know that you don't need a smartwatch to measure your heart rate. Cardio Heart Rate Monitor, it's an iPhone app that uses your phone's camera to take your pulse. We were looking for batteries for the pulsometer, and so this way I could you know, just see how Barry's doing. And then I'm like, oh, we could just use your phone. And Barry's like, we can't use your phone. I just need AA battery, AAA batteries, whatever. whatever. And so I'm like, okay, just until I can go out and get the batteries or at least call Instacart. Oh, my gosh. I had Instacart at my house six times yesterday. Oh, my gosh. I know. It was like, okay, I need towels, Bed Bath & Beyond. Okay. Uh, Then the Mayo doctor tells Barry he needs Mucinex. Okay. Do you know you need to show your ID to buy Mucinex? Yeah. I had no yeah. idea. The guy, the Instacart guy comes in morning. He's like, do you have an ID? I'm like, for what? He's like, Mucinex? I'm like, Mucinex? <laughs> I mean, really? What is that? So anyway, then groceries. And then, you know, it's just, it was like six times. Um, anyway, so back to the heart rate. So you put your index finger on the back of the camera and the app's going to measure your heart rate by detecting color changes. You have to hold your phone steady. Works with your iPad. If you're on Android, heart rate monitor works the same way. You want to cover the back camera, stay still. Then you get a reading. Now, if you missed any of these apps, just hit our website. Of course, that's commando.com. And Ben, did you buy the $19 Apple cleaning cloth? Did you? Come on, be honest. I did not. When I went looking for it, it was sold out. Oh, (laughs) Oh, that's the only reason. Well, look, now it's back, and I've had time to think about it. And And I haven't done it. Yeah. You know, you have to buy it just so you can say that you did. I mean, if, you know, and you could always use a bot to go buy it. I mean, absolutely. <laughs> That's the thing. I mean, it, for if you don't know what we're talking about, around the same time Apple debuted the new iPhone and the new MacBooks last year, they also started selling this really special product to keep all, <laughs> all of the screens clean. Mm. The $19 Apple polishing cloth. 
Ooh. I know, it's Ooh. a fancy uh. name too. <laughs> Somehow it sold out like really fast. <clears throat> now it's back in stock, but yeah, before you go drop 20 bucks on a six inch by six inch piece of cloth. That is ridiculous. Might, yeah. That is just ridiculous. Well, it's got the Apple logo stamped in it. Oh. Ooh. Well, that's, yeah. well, now it's worth it. That's that makes <laughs> probably 17 bucks of it alone, you know, so. But you have these cheaper microfiber alternatives that will still do the trick, Apple logo or not. So, like a 24-pack of Amazon Basics microfiber cleaning cloths for 15 bucks. You know, take one of these, and let's say you want to clean your computer screen. PC, Mac side, the displays can be made of different things, some of which are a little more delicate. Regardless, microfiber cloths are safe, even if you add a touch of filtered or distilled water. Just don't spray anything directly on the screen, no matter what you do. That can damage the screen. <laughs> you know, turn the computer off, wipe, wipe the screen from left to right with just enough pressure to remove the dust and everything, and then take one of the 23 other microfiber cloths <laughs> that came in this package to actually get rid of the streaks. Now, I'm sure you've heard the research from over the past few years just how disgusting your phone is when compared to a toilet. toilet. Yes. Bad. I won't even go into the details. I'll just say it needs to be cleaned regularly. Now, Again, okay, all right, let's just be honest. Who takes their phone to the bathroom? Everyone. Yes. Never. <laughs> yes. What else are you going to do? Read there. the shampoo bottle? <laughs> I will tell you. I will tell you that t- that uh, this is just TMI. But today I went to the bathroom without my phone, and I sat there and went, "Where's my phone?" <laughs> I am so bored. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I could be playing Wordle right now. <laughs> See, that's what makes this tip so very important. You know, because everybody know, hearing needs everyone it. you know admit this means you can go on your own acceptance and uh, you know get that phone clean at least once a week. Take off the case. You know, go over the go over the the front screen, the sides, the back, clean it up, wash your case, let it dry, do all this thing, you know, like like you're doing dishes. Anyway, <laughs> your your phone is nasty and so is your remote control. So mm. even if you just keep it in the bathroom. That was one like COVID life thing that I adopted. Once we all got obsessed with like, oh my gosh, we need to use a you know, we need to use a wipe on everything. I actually started taking off my phone case and cleaning my phone and Did like you really? really cleaning it. Yeah. You know, I will tell you that we were in New York over the holidays, which is not where I got this, by the way. I got this from the movers. I know that I did because uh, Jackie was helping me and she also got it. And she was oh. around the movers. Okay. And so we were in New York and Ian actually looked at me after like three days in New York and said, would you stop already? And I'm like, what? And he's like, you're like the guy in my big fat Greek wedding with the Windex. Every time I turn around, you're just putting hand sanitizer in my face. And I'm like, we're not going to get it. We are not going to get it. And then we came home and we got the rot. All right. So, Allie, what's going on with this sh- shaking your phone? What? Okay. I got to thinking about with a lot of our tech, we can actually shake it. And I mean physically shake it to have some kind of reaction. So on an iPhone, what am I talking about? This is enabled by default on an iPhone. It's called shake to undo. So say you write a paragraph of text. If you shake your phone, it will erase the text. It will undo all that typing. And it actually goes back to the last place you edited. So say you auto-corrected something or you made a mistake and you fixed it, it'll go back to that point. Um, You can always redo 
Um, this works in just about every app that you type in. Um, so you can just hold down on the screen and push redo typing if you accidentally undo. And if you find yourself doing this on accident or right now, if you're thinking, oh my gosh, this is why my text disappears. What the heck has been happening? Uh, you can disable it. Um, you can go into, it's in settings, general, and then the accessibility settings. And it's called shake to undo. But once you know it's there, it's actually pretty cool. Uh, most Android phones also use the shaking gesture and you can actually make it do whatever you want. Um, I think a handy one is actually doing your flashlight, right? That's pretty, I, whenever I want my flashlight, it always feels like, you know, all you have to do is really swipe down and then find it. But it always feels like a hassle. So shaking to do the flashlight, that seems nice. Again, you're going to go to settings and then gestures uh, on an Android phone and you can set it to be what you want. And then this is one I actually use all the time. Uh, on a Windows computer, if you're in Edge or Chrome, if you hold a browser window and you shake it, all your other windows will minimize. And then if you shake it again, they'll all come back. So if you've got a bunch of stuff up wow, and you don't want to deal with it all. I did not know that. That's awesome. Yeah. That's wow. pretty cool. It's yeah. the first, this is, it's just like I said before, it was the first time I did it, it was like, what did I do? I broke everything. What happened? How did this happen? And then once you realize you actually do it on purpose and like, wow, this is really handy. So anytime I have a bunch of stuff open and I just want to focus on one thing, I shake the window, everything else goes away. And then when you're done, shake it again and it all comes back. Andy. Yes, indeed. <laughs> okay. Okay, come on. Let's sing it. Okay, I, we can't I play too much more because then we have to play She's royalties. She's got the T-Swift going. Oh, yeah. Okay, you ready? Okay. Shake it off. Shake it off. Oh, oh. Come on, Mac. You're not from... singing. We're going to get a call right. from Taylor Swift's lawyer. <laughs> well, that's why I didn't play too much. Okay, so we could sing it, okay? Because the players got to play, 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 play. And the haters got to hate, 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 hate. Because babies, I'm going to shake, 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 shake it off. Woo, hoo, hoo. If we sing it really bad, they're not going to sue us anyway. They're just going to, they're going to have sympathy. Feel bad for us. Ben, Ben, can you confirm, do you know the words to the song? I know a few. A few words. Amazing. Yeah. Yes. All right, so I don't think they're going to get too upset because, you know, maybe someday when we start making money with this podcast, we can actually get some music licensing. But until then, this is just the best that we can do. I mean, that's just it. <laughs> and if you like the Tech Refresh podcast, make sure that you get the Daily Tech Update and the Digital Life Hack podcast every single day, 60 seconds each, and you will be so incredibly smart. Just get them wherever you get your podcast. Search for Commando with a K. And it's time now for America's favorite podcast game show sensation where it's called... You choose the fake news. Why? Because fake news is everywhere. False information. So that this way you're going to retweet it. You're going to repost it. You're going to comment about it. And as we start scrolling through all these stories in our feeds, we here are doing a public service. We want you to be educated and informed. And so that's why we came up with fake news. You choose the fake news. And Ben, it's your week to stump us all. And just to remind everybody... Two of these stories are real, and only one is fake. Two real and one fake. Take are it away, Ben. Yes. Okay. For the sake of not setting off my own smart speaker, I'm going to refer as the e to the Echo as Echo. Hey, okay, not Alexa? Pretend I'm sending the A word. <laughs> I forgot to turn it off before we, uh, we started this. So the headline, A word or Echo, adjust the weight of the dumbbells. Okay. So working out, you know, from home is a trend that really caught on during the pandemic. 
and dumbbells are still in high demand, especially the space-saving variety with the adjustable weights. So Those have been around a few years, but wait. Now you have the Nordic Track iSelect adjustable dumbbells that can be adjusted from five to 50 pounds by simply asking your Echo to do that. Ooh, okay, yeah. number one. Okay, number two. Man meets his dad on eBay. <laughs> All right. Just before COVID, a guy in his mid-30s bought a game program on eBay, but the seller quickly refunded the money with a message confessing, hey, you don't know me, but I'm your dad. Now, two years <laughs> later, he's finally getting daddy. to meet his... <laughs> yeah. He's finally getting to meet his father's side of the family, including a sister he didn't know he had. Okay, all right. Number three. Number three. Guinness record fit for a robotic cook. Maybe you've heard of Flippy. That's the uh, fry cook and burger flipping robot that's uh, been tested, piloted in restaurant chains like White Castle and everything. Well, just before Christmas, the Flippy 2 set the Guinness record for most burgers cooked in the course of one hour. 3,891 burgers cooked in 60 minutes, beating the previous record of 3,378 set by a Greek chef in 2019. <laughs> oh, Flippy. All right. Okay, so here's what we have, guys. Number one, the Alexa dumbbells self-adjusting smarts thing. Two, guy meets his daddy on eBay. And... uh <laughs> Three is the Guinness Flippy record. So I think I know this one for sure. So I'm going to let you guys go first. Hmm. Matt, you go. Okay. All right. Darn it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, okay. So Alexa Dumbbells, eBay Dad, and Burger Robot. The Burger Robot I have seen on YouTube a few times, and I feel like it can beat that record, but eh, I'll go with that as the truth. Um, eBay Dad, I'm not sure if you fleshed out the story enough for me to believe it. Like there could have been more details if it was true. I think I'm gonna go with the eBay dad as the fake. Okay, so you're going with the eBay dad for Matt. Okay, what about you, Al? Uh, the Alexa dumbbells, I am almost sure are real. I am going to say, man, flippy stuff because I feel like that would be a pretty smart way for them to get some PR. Um, so I'm gonna say it's real. I'm gonna say eBay dad, well, perhaps a heartwarming story. I think it's fake. Okay, so both Matt and Allie are going with the eBay dad as the fake story. I know that number one is true. I know that number two is true. Oh. So I'm going to say Flippy is the fake news. What do you say, Ben? You're sure that one and two are both true, huh? <laughs> yes. Crap. Yes. Damn. <laughs> yeah. Oh, the, man. The, the, the dumbbells oh. are real. That, that was actually, I figured everybody was, would catch on to that one because that's actually been more headlines. But uh, yeah, the, the eBay thing happened in Scotland. It's real. Mm. Even though Flippy, I'm the COVID queen, I got it. Just saying. Yeah, Flippy, I, kind of, I came up with that because it's like, I saw a headline that Flippy actually got fired from one restaurant because it was making... Uh, burgers faster than actual staff could assemble them. <laughs> so that, that kind of gave me the idea. But that yeah, was the a really good record by the Greek chef in 2019. That's real. Hmm. You know, it was. You it, should contact the Flippy people. Yes. I bet they'll want to do this. Yes, absolutely. Good job, Ben. All right. So stay right where you are because still to come, wow, this is one of my most favorite parts of Tech Refresh, aside from the parts where I talk, of course. 
is Matt's going to be telling us what's happening on the internet that we need to be aware of so we are hip and cool. Hey, welcome back to Tech Refresh. It's your weekly fun podcast about all things digital. And just a quick reminder, just getthecurrent.com. Do it already. Head over to getthecurrent.com. It's the current newsletter. It's tech news, exclusive links, exclusive videos that you don't see anywhere else. And of course, if you love Tech Refresh, you're going to love The Current. So head over to getthecurrent.com. All right. So Matt, you're our dedicated internet scout. You're our millennial. What the heck is happening on the internet that we all need to know about? There are a few things, but I'm going to start with my favorite thing that I saw on TikTok over the last couple weeks, actually. So there's this trend of moms doing uh, news reports talking about their kids. So they're doing it in the, in the <laughs> style of a news report where they're like, thanks for joining me. Uh, I wanted to talk about the monster that's taking over our living room this week. And they do it in that style. And it's just hilarious. Um, so much so that this week, those TikToks ended up on CBS This Morning as their own story because they were getting millions upon millions of views on TikTok. So that was my favorite thing. If you haven't seen it, go check it out on TikTok. It's really funny. You know, Uh, what do you call, what do you call a snowman? What do you call a snowman that throws a temper tantrum? Anyone? Anyone? A meltdown. uh, (laughs) Okay. All right. So Batman rated PG-13. Right. So... Um, there has been a trend with the superhero movies, particularly with Batman and the Joker and that kind of genre, um, where they have been getting grittier and darker and and you know more adult. Well, the internet was hoping that the new Robert Pattinson Batman was going to be rated R because it was supposed to be much darker and even even grittier than the the last three Batman movies. Um, well, they came out this week and announced that it is going to be rated PG-13 and the internet is not too happy about it because uh, <laughs> that means it's going to be kind of, uh, you know, cut off at the at the knees, so to speak, when it comes to some of the violence that goes on with Batman. So, Yeah, I saw the trailer and I, I really thought they were going to kind of go over that. Yeah. You know, I, it I, looks dark. It looks really dark. And so everybody really expected it to be rated R and the fact that it's not, people have lost a little bit of uh, the gusto when oh. it comes to that. They'll be doing lots of cutaways, I imagine. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I'm really surprised about how much Britney Spears has been in the news lately. Oh, man. So this week, her sister, Jamie Lynn Spears, went on uh, Good Morning America, and the internet was very upset about it. So if you didn't <laughs> know, uh, no matter what Britney Spears does, she is perfect, according to the internet. She is uh, a queen <laughs> I don't... on the internet. <laughs> how did that happen? I mean... Um, I mean, she's had a rough life. Yeah. I think, uh, Brittany alone. Yeah, that's Free probably Brittany. what started Free it on the Brittany. internet. Yes. Yeah, probably you're right. Okay, really? so what, So what? you know, I, I didn't see exactly. I just knew that the sister said something that wasn't flattering. Well, it was like her blaming Britney Spears for the family drama and saying that she yelled at her and stuff, when in reality, Jamie Lynn Spears was in cahoots with the rest of the family to basically steal Britney Spears' money. And so... <laughs> Nice. She so it's basically the internet is saying that it's victim blaming and it's saying that well it's all Britney's fault when it, in reality the or what the internet thinks is reality um it, she's just victim blaming her own sister because she doesn't want to take responsibility for her actions but the internet did not like her this week mm. <laughs> you know what did Britney Spears say when she got a letter from the IRS uh-huh. this was also trending she said oops 
audit it again. <laughs> oh, I know it's hard. You know it's hard. You know, so, you know. And remember, I'm I'm not feeling so good. So some of these are not maybe on all gears. On all gears. <laughs> um, all right. So Ellie, what's trending over at Commando.com? Oh, we have some good ones. This was a little money tip we put together. Five bills you should never put on auto pay. Auto pay is actually really good for lots of things, but some things, no, don't use it. So go read that one. Another money one. Who knew, uh, you know, beginning of the year, eight tax deductions that might save you some cash. This is actually a really good list and might give you some things that you didn't think of before. Then we've got the best ways to save your phone's photos before it's too late. Kim, this was a column you did, and I think a really good point because if you are not backing up your photos to the cloud or somewhere else, you're making a big mistake. If your phone breaks, all that stuff is gone forever. Yeah. And you know, how sad would that be? And I can't tell you how many times that somebody has called me and say, I lost all the pictures of my kid between the ages of birth oh. and four or something like that. And so how do sad. I, how do I get them back? Yeah, that's awful. And then one more. This is one that we were experimenting with. And surprise, it worked. Here's what the secret dot in your iPhone's weather app means. <laughs> so if you have an iPhone and you go in the weather app, look at your daily forecast, you'll see this little white dot on each day and, or on the current day, I believe. Um, if you're wondering what the heck is that, we figured it out and it's over on commando.com. Well, because I was in New York and I was trying to figure out what that white dot meant. And then we were in our content meeting. I'm like, you know what? We should follow like, you know, like the sun and say like the secret white dot that will <laughs> make or break your iPhone today. <laughs> I mean, and yeah, so it absolutely worked. And just a quick reminder that if you're not following us on social media and you're ghosting us, why, 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 why stop that? Head over to Instagram.com slash Kim Commando, Twitter.com slash Kim Commando, Facebook.com slash Kim Commando. Yes, I knew you could figure <laughs> that out. And make sure that you uh, follow us and stay right where you are. Coming up, Ben is going to tell us about an electric bad bike. Welcome back to Tech Refresh. It's your weekly fun podcast about all things digital. And yes, our very own battery baron, bad boy Ben, likes to review products. And you do such a great job. And I don't know if you saw this, Ben, but you were on the show recently. And we were talking about the difference between when you moved from Windows to a Mac and all the challenges that you had. You know, there are like computer stores that are retweeting that video saying that before you switch to Apple, you have to watch this video. So good job. I did not on know that. that. Yes, good job on that. All right. Yeah. So I love my electric bike. It's phenomenal. Now you tried, I have a specialized. Now you tried, what's the name of this? The the Rad Rover? Yeah, this is the Rad Rover 6 Plus. It's their flagship bike from a company called uh uh well Rad Power Bikes. And I think they're based in Seattle. And I've had one testing one for the last couple months and it's called a fat bike because i'm serious the tires on this thing even though they're the same circumference as a regular bike they're four inches thick Ooh, wow so, yeah. <laughs> so this thing is like i mean it looks like a dirt bike you know bike your tires on it so um and this this one is made you know kind of as a you know an on-road or an off-road kind of bike it's my first ever experience with an e-bike and so you know i didn't really know what to expect to read the instructions put together but it's got features like, oh, it's got a battery. 
which is what first attracted me to the bike in the first place. Yeah, no, it's a uh, 49 volt lithium ion. It's got a locking case, two LCD displays. Uh, you can go up to 45 miles on a single charge, which I've come close nice. to, and hit a top speed of 20 miles per hour, which is pretty, uh, which is limited based on the class of bike. So um, you got the pedal assist is what makes the key here, which that's what I didn't have experience with. So when you adjust it, like if it's on zero, you're just riding it like a regular bike. You start doing the pedaling assist, and basically the less you pedal, the more it'll go. And it's got a little throttle that you turn like on a motorcycle. Um, so if you turn it all the way up, you don't have to pedal at all. You just ride yeah. it, cruise around. So <laughs> nice. Uh, just be careful around the curves. You know, you can be, <laughs> you know, nice. What's nice is, you know, when you squeeze the brakes, it actually does cut the power. So, um, but it, it feels like a regular bike and it's, it's nice going up hills in when you don't want to just like, you know, knock yourself out of breath, just pedaling. But, uh, it, it like I said, good for on-road, off-road. The only complaints I saw a little on the heavy side. It's got a pretty thick frame, so it's not just the the gear it's got on it, but it's a pretty thick frame. And the price is is two grand, but that's Ugh. actually not expensive for all the features on this bike. You, you know, entry level e bikes, you know, either side of a thousand bucks, but they don't really do that much. And a lot of times they're street I, only. My my bike was thirty five hundred bucks. I mean, Oof. it's a lot of money for an electric bike. It yeah. is. Yeah, they, uh, what else I like about them, and this brand, and I don't know a whole lot about the other brands, but they, a lot of them come equipped with headlights, with brake lights, taillights that just automatically nice. power on with the, yeah. Which so is Added nice. a rear view mirror and all that. It's So this, you know, not everybody's going to want to spend that kind of money just on an e-bike. If you're not, you know, it's really going to be made for, well, I want this to ride around the neighborhood. I also want this to hit the mountain near my house or whatever. So for that, if that's what you're looking for, you know, it gets a solid four out of five the only drawback is it is a little heavy so hmm. you know you can if you fall over which i, I do know <laughs> a story my one of my neighbors actually has the exact same bike and he lost it lost control of it on a on a wet road and Ooh. it Ooh. went because it's heavy it went down hard so how long do electric bikes take to charge uh depends you know if, if it's i don't remember the specs on this one but i think if it's like completely uh discharge like it has no power whatsoever i wanted to say it was around the three hour mark okay so. that's not so bad well you know so barry also has an e-bike and we were riding around santa barbara and then he came home and he's like you know it doesn't feel safe you know and we really need to like make sure that the cars see us so about three days later i said hey, let's go for a bike ride and so he comes out of the closet wearing this yellow bright yellow shirt <laughs> and i said i looked at him i said either you're a tree trimmer or you're a highlighter i'm not sure which one it is i mean incredible yeah so uh, safety you, first yes yeah, safety first and so you can read all about ben's full review about the bike over at commando.com and you know this is part of the show where i like to leave everybody laughing and since we were talking about bikes i found a joke about bikes you guys ready ready, ready. for it yes yeah. okay a man was sitting in his sports car at the traffic light when a little girl on a bike asks him if he wants to race. Sure, he says. The light turns green and he floors the paddle. The car takes off and he leaves the little girl in the dust. A few seconds later, though, he sees something gaining on him in his mirror really fast. He barely catches a glimpse of the little girl on her bike as she shoots past him. Huh, she must be going at least 80 miles an hour, he thinks to himself. 
So he shifts into a higher gear, pushing the car even faster. He blasts past her as if she was just standing still. But again, just a few seconds later, she shoots past him again, now doing over 100 miles per hour on her bicycle, going so fast that sparks and smoke are streaming from her wheels. After a few seconds, he comes to a curve where he sees the little girl crashed into a heap on the side of the road. He pulls over, he jumps out to see if she's okay, and miraculously, she's fine. She just gets up. And he says, why are you going so fast? And she says, my streamers were caught on your mirror. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, all right. On that happy note, just a reminder to rate, review, and follow our podcast, Tech Refresh. Thanks for listening. We'll see you again next week.